Good morning. Welcome to today's uh, episode of Transformed. Today, I want to talk to you about transformed perspective. Welcome to today's message with Pastor Jim Balzano. Before I go on, I want to thank Park Home for our studio furniture and Made by Vogel for many of the items you see in our studio. All right, I'm going to ask you a question. How many times have you prefaced a statement with the word if? How many might have said, if you loved me, you would do this. If you loved me, you wouldn't do that. If you wouldn't have said that, I wouldn't have responded the way I did. If I just had more money, I would give more. If I were the president, if I were the pastor. How many times have you were beginning with if? The word if, if often used as a conditional clause that presupposes something to be true or not, depending upon the situation. Now, for example, look at Gideon, the story of Gideon that we've been using for weeks now. The angel of the Lord calls him mighty warrior. He said that God is with you, mighty warrior. Gideon's response, O Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all of this happened to us? And where are the miracles which our fathers told us about? saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and he's given us into the hand of the Midianites. It's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing how your perspective of the moment may skew your perspective of God. It's amazing how your situation or your circumstances may shape the very perspective you have of God. If you're like me, there might be times in your life when you look at the circumstances that are surrounding your life and you might have made it, been tempted to make a perspective on God based upon your perspective of the situation. Gideon came to the conclusion, his perspective was that God couldn't be with them because of all the bad things that had happened to them. Even though Israel was the cause of the oppression in the land, Gideon made the statement that God had abandoned them. It's funny, isn't it? They sinned, the enemy came in, oppress them because of their sin. It's amazing, isn't it? We will abandon God's commands and then have the audacity to blame God for abandoning us. We do it all the time. Israel did it, we do it. See, the problem is that Gideon had an inaccurate perspective on the situation. The problem with that is that when we have an inaccurate perspective on the moment, on the past and the present, is that we cannot then have a proper perspective on the future. I mean, think about it. It's hard to believe for good if the God you serve isn't good. If your God has abandoned you in the past, according to your perspective, then you won't have a perspective to believe that he'll be with you in the future. If the past and the present is God's fault, then you don't have to take any accountability for the future. Have your situations, have situations that you've caused, circumstances, has that caused you to have a perspective of God that might be off? Gideon even went so far as to say, man, where's all the miracles? You know, I got to tell you, I've been like Gideon at times. I've asked God, where are the miracles? We hear about them seemingly in other places, other countries. Um, they seem to be more abundant in some circles than others. You know, I look at people's lives and I say, God, I don't want miracles for the thrill of it. I want the miracles because people are in need of a miracle. But here's the thing. I mean, think about it. Why would we not want to see miracles that invade the natural conditions of people's lives? 
You see, again, it's not a matter of wanting to experience them to say, I experienced a miracle. No, it's something we need to see happen. Gideon asked that. If he's with us, why has he abandoned us? If he's with us, why has all this happened? Where are all the miracles? You have to love God's answer to Gideon. He didn't answer him. <laughs> Gideon asked the questions, and God never gave an answer. Here's, here was God's response. The Lord looked at him and said, Go in this your strength and deliver Israel from the hand of Midian. You see, it's funny. Gideon's assessment of himself wasn't God's assessment of him. The command to go in the strength he had and rescue Israel out of the hands of Midian was a laughable thing to Gideon. Strength? Me? What strength? See, he made an assessment on his ability or his strength based upon his position in his family and his family's position in the community. Neither of those were standings that demonstrated strength. Gideon's pedigree did not shout mighty warrior. But this is the question. Since when did God call us according to our pedigree? Since when did he call us according to our position? Since when has he chosen us because of our ability? You see, God doesn't call us based upon our strength. But he did say to him, go in this your strength. Hmm. What was Gideon's strength? I've read some commentators who say the secret of his strength was the humility, which is a godly attribute. Instead, I believe his strength was found in one statement. Have I not sent you? Gideon would be mighty because he was sent by the mighty God of Israel. Whom God sends, God empowers. His strength to, to deliver Israel wasn't in his genes, and it wasn't in a sword, and it wasn't in a spear, and it wasn't in a shield, and it wasn't in a pedigree, and it wasn't in a position. It was in the power of the one sending him. Gideon was even told by God that he would be with him. If God is with you, then isn't his strength with you? Stop belittling yourself if God of heaven is sending you because he's with you and you are strong. You're not strong because of you. You're strong because of him. Your strength is in him. God may be calling you and saying, Mom, it's time to get out of that wine press. It's time to get out of there. I'm gonna promise you something. That one who calls you, there is strength already in you because he's the one who's calling you and your strength is in him, not in yourself. And he is the one who empowers. He isn't calling you because of your family name. He doesn't care about your family name. He's calling you according to his name. Don't allow your own assessment of who you are or the assessment of others around you dictate your ability to do what God has put in your heart. He is the one who assesses you based upon who he is not who you are. You are mighty because he's mighty. You are valiant because he is valiant. And this day, it is time to have a transformed perspective on the situation, the circumstance, and your own perception and perspective of yourself. Go in the strength that God has given you. God bless you. Have a great week.